Um, so welcome back to another episode of Step Out Podcast, um, uh, hosted by myself, Chandler Silver. Um, today I'm with a special guest. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi guys, it's King Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm with um, Karen here today. Um, today we have something different that we're going to be discussing. So um, before we get into it, sorry, so and your psychology hats on so this is gonna be a very intellectual conversation but also a conversation that like is really important to have as well so before we get into it um do you want to tell us a bit about yourself um well yeah well my name is karen most people know me as king karen i'm a social media influencer i'm an entrepreneur and i'm also a psychology major so that's me um i've been doing psychology for the past four years now and it's the side of me that most people don't really know Mm. about and i study psychology because i hope to become a prison therapist one day and um it's more important to me than social media which Mm. most people don't know um i like learning new things about like the human mind and why we do what we do and stuff like that and yeah (laughs) um um, how did you guess you like growing interest for psychology um well like where to start from? when i was a kid i used to always watch um criminal minds and okay. i just fell in love like straight away mm. and everybody always wanted me to be a nurse and i didn't want to be a nurse because it's of no interest to me to be a nurse and it's not the way i feel like my calling is to help people yeah. um when i when i was watching criminal minds as a child watching like those kind of like like crime investigation shows and just seeing the like some of these criminals the things that they're doing there's different reasons for why they do what they do and yeah. i felt like if you could if we could assess the point in which one becomes a criminal or becomes a sociopath killing individual we could be able to interject and help them and that's why i feel like that's what helped me get into psychology yeah, and you've, have, you've, have you enjoyed, like, studying and getting stuff like that? and like Yeah, see, like, um, see, yeah. I purposely did my did a PLC after I finished my leave insert just so I can get, like, a little bit more insight. And I feel like that year of doing the PLC really helped me understand more in depth of psychology, maybe understand more about the different kind of professors and philosophers of psychology hmm. and, like, you know, made me, like, find who I resonate with the most like i'm i would classify myself as a freudian and you know i I also look up to work by jb watson and skinner and pavlov these are different kinds of Mm. um psychologists and and the work that they do um i really do enjoy it so i feel like it's it really helped open my eyes me during that year and every year after that the more and more i schooled and educated myself on psychology I fell in love with it even more like I even hope to do a master's and a PhD so wow. I'm not sick of it just yet that's really good and do you feel like um because you got that foundation here from the PLC that you were or you already knew what to expect going into uni yeah. okay yeah so there's no Definitely. surprises then, yeah okay Sweet. I mean, there were surprises here and mm. there, of course, okay. because they didn't teach me everything. It's a PLC. Mm-hmm. It's not a um, a college degree. Yeah. Um. So, it just it just gave me foundation, essentially. Sweet. Um. And so, today we're gonna, I suppose, like talk about your, um, is a dissertation, right? Yeah, my so, dissertation. Yeah. So, do you want to like talk to us about a little bit about like what it's about and why you chose to do it, maybe? Okay, well, my dissertation is, um, well, the title of it is called Parental Support and how it, Parental Support and its relationship with mental stability within adolescents and how it impacts academic performances. So I chose to do this um, dissertation because I feel like parental support is something our generation greatly lacked Mm. and it's greatly impacted us in terms of emotional stability, um, emotional capacity. It's affected us in terms of our academic performances. And my study actually did find that um, my hypothesis, which is what I just said, was proven right, that there is a direct link between parental support and, 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 and how one perceives the world and how one performs in terms of education and I chose this mostly because I felt like growing up I didn't have the right parental support that I would have deserved and needed as a child 
you know, I feel like I am quite an, an intellectual child and I feel like with the right parental support, I would probably be way smarter than I am here. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So I felt like doing this study would help to open the eyes of other people who might not understand that this topic is very important because even my, my um, supervisor, she's very, very intrigued by the topic. She wants us to even go further and publish it to be proper published. Like right now it is published. I'm a published author, woohoo, but there's more that we can do with this piece of work, if that makes sense. That's why I feel like I specifically wanted to do it. Yeah, I remember I think the first time I, I bumped into you and then you were telling me about it, I was kind of like, whoa. Um, yeah. it's something that like I suppose resonate with myself as well um growing up because obviously like there's different kind of things that I suppose would go unnoticed that um would happen like in our like upbringing and things like mm-hmm. that that would like obviously have a um effect on our education and stuff like that honestly um, it's mostly like that in the black mm, community though yeah black you know parents are more concerned with perfecting your future they forget about your present that's something yeah. i always say you know instead of them to realize you know let me actually just sit down and live with my child and because i seen something somewhere it was like parents are too concerned with focusing on your future that they forget to be part of your present so when it's time for you to be in your future you don't even want them in your present like yeah. that's so true because you know i just remember growing up my parents like Anytime I'd bring it up to them, not my, let me not say parents, maybe my dad, essentially, anytime okay. I bring it up to them, he would just be very dismissive. And mm. within my study, I actually focused on mother and father as a yeah. singular, not as parents together. I could also relate in a sense that, like, for me anyway, like, our parents, they are physically there for us and mm-hmm. they give us, like, different things, like, they'll pay for the night study or get the yeah, grinds for yeah. us and things like that but i suppose there's other aspects of that that are neglected don't which, interest being a yeah. part of it those kind of things yeah 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 so um do you want to like talk about the i suppose yeah let me well i'll know. read you yeah i'll read my abstract and well basically let me say what an, ab- an abstract is um mm-hmm. like it's basically a blurb well it's not you could say it's a blurb in the back of a book whereas in psychology um, or a piece of literature an abstract is just basically 150 words of what the study is what you did what you mm. found and just like your results um, so my abstract goes like parents are the stepping stones of mental and academic development of any child this study aims to investigate parental support of a mother or a father and its relationship with mental stability and the impact it has on academic performance. 102 males and females were recruited to take part in a 50-question survey using the perceived parental support's PPAS scale. That's a um, scale that I use to measure parental support. Mm-hmm. And the mental health inventory scale, the MHI scale, um, in order to access their levels of parental support, mental stability, depression, and anxiety levels and their academic performance. Through conducting an independent samples t-test and a Pearson product multiple regression analysis, the results indicated that there was a strong significant relationship between parental support and mental stability in adolescents. And the, um, the significance of it was less than 0.01, less than 001. That means there was a very, very high significance. Um, males that scored higher for levels of depression directly scored lower for levels of parental support. The results found that there was not a significant link to parental support and academic performance, but does not diminish the possibilities of the various being correlated. That was because of the scale that I used to measure academic performance. It wasn't a real scale. I just had to create something for myself. Yeah. So I feel like if I had redone the study with a real scale, there probably would have been a higher link. Mm-hmm. So this study aimed to focus on the importance of educating parents um, on the importance and the roles support has on child development and most importantly, at an early age. So that's what my abstract says. And basically, it just talks about what I did exactly, the scales that I use. So I use two different scales that are published, um, the mental health inventory scale and the perceived parental support scale which is derived from a whole different scale. Yeah. And those two scales are, um, one was an 18 question scale and one was like a 24 question okay. scale. So I think, I think I had all in all 50 to 60 questions. And to measure um, academic performance, I just had to create questions myself. Like one of the questions was, um, I have the scale here. One of the questions was, how do you feel like your 
you're doing in your best module? How do you feel like you're doing in your least favorite module? Mm. So it might not be a good reflection, but that's what we could do better because my my study is actually a novel study and it's never been conducted before. All mm. studies that I try to find, like to compare it to, there was never anything to do with parental supports and adolescents. It's mostly parental supports and children, infancy, or even the elderly. There's not okay. much that was focused on adolescents, which is why... Um, I specifically went to just to do also. Yeah. Um, do you want me uh, to get into the introduction? Or? Yeah, so just to clarify, just in case anyone wasn't aware, of the scale I'm assuming is kind of like a, like a series of questions that kind yeah, of... Yeah, like, it's a questionnaire. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then... Um, I can give you an example. Let me give you an example yeah. of, of, of one of the scales. One of the, the scale for the perceived parental autonomy support scale, which is called the PPAS scale. Um, so... It says your perception of your parents. I'll just read the way you're supposed to answer it. Mm -hmm. So it says, please answer the following questions about your mother and father while you were growing up. If you did not have any contact with one of your parents, for example, your father, but another parent of the same sex lived with you, for example, your stepfather, please answer the question about this other adult. If you did not have any contact with one of your parents and no other adult of the same sex lived with you, please leave the question about this parent blank. Using the scale below, please indicate the, the extent of which you agree to each of the statements regarding your mother or father. So the scale goes from one to seven, from one being do not agree at all to seven being very strongly agree and four being somewhat agree. So one of the questions is, my parents gave me many opportunity to make my own decisions about what I was doing. So for mother, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. For father, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you have to circle for each one mother or father and as the scale goes on it swaps so the next one is when parents asked me when parents asked me to do something they explained why they wanted me to do it father's now on top and mother's on the bottom i don't know why they actually did that for the scales they changed it each time but maybe it's just so people wouldn't like get bored and just keep doing everything do you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so that was the parental support scale and then, so the other scale, which was my mental health inventory scale, um, this one is, I'll just read out what the description of the scales are, because these scales were made by people themselves, and, and you have to follow the scale precisely. If you change the scale by any bit at all, you'll just okay. skew the data, and it won't be, like, yeah, so accurate representation. Then would you total up the score, and then that'll give you kind of like the result, is it? No, the way we do it is, hmm. is um, after... On the, on the um, software that we use to collect the data, it was Google Forms. And then after that, yeah. you copy the spreadsheet and we insert it into something called SPSS. I okay. don't know if you use SPSS. So an SPSS, it actually does it for you. You just have to put in all the um, entries and then you put it into the data and then it configures and then it brings the data out for you. Then you have to run your analysis yourself. But once you've made the total on the on the spreadsheet it'll do the data for you well, that's, that's how i could get my percentages and stuff like that so great. um an example of the mental health inventory scale is um the the responses are from one to six and one being all the time and six being the, none of the time so one question is has your daily life been full of things that were of interest to you did you feel depressed have you felt loved or wanted have you been nervous have you been a very nervous person? Those kind of questions. So if you mm. click one, you yeah, I've been nervous all of the time. If you click no, I'm six, I've been nervous none of the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Perfect. So that's how I got my data using those scales. All right, great. So then um, we move on to then the next the subheadings and stuff like that. So first one being mental health in adolescence and early adulthood. Um, could you talk a bit through that? Yeah, so um, I actually had five subheadings altogether, yeah. and the first one, like Daniel just said, is mental health in adolescence and early adulthood. So um, I'll just read a little bit of it, and then I can speak about it. So mm -hmm. it says here, a large body of research has been conducted over the last decade, which links mental stability and positive adult outcomes to consistent parental support i just have a like a citation in there yeah. in ireland young people aged 19 to 24 carry the burden of mental ill health oh i forgot to actually give you the definition of mental stability that's so important okay sorry yeah. so the definition of mental stability is basically having no illness 
having no illness in your brain, which means no depression, no anxiety, no feelings of being down. You're mentally stable, you know? And mm-hmm. so um, if someone feels mentally unstable, that means different kinds of mental illnesses, such as anxiety and depression, have creeped their way into their mental And does that being. Inc- does that include also mild symptoms as well? Yes, it also okay. includes mild symptoms. So okay. it's it's very psychology is very straightforward. Okay. If you have a mental instability, then you're not like even yeah. if it's mild, you're mentally unstable. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like okay. it's not um like you're you're of ill you're mm. of ill mental health if yeah. you have just even a little anxiety attack yeah. or something like Makes that. Sense. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, sorry. Um, in Ireland, young people aged 19 to 24 carry the burden of, of mental ill health, which with mental disorders now being one of the leading cause of disability among young people around the world. So, uh, at the Royal College of Surgeons, they conducted a report on mental health in young people in Ireland, and their findings were that young Irish people may have higher rates of mental disorders than similarly young people in other countries. They also found that by ages of 13, one in three young people in Ireland is likely to have experienced some mental disorder. By the age of 24 years, the rate will have increased to over one in two. That's crazy. Wow. That's only because like, our parents aren't being there to support us from a young age. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If, you're, if, if, if these people from the age of 13, if, if you go to your parent, you know, if, if parental support was available in the beginning, the child would have felt comfortable to be able to go to their parents to mm-hmm. express from the very beginning once these signs of mental illnesses have shown. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's kind of like the children themselves, they're car- are they carrying on like the burden in from young age to older age? And as more stress comes along, then it just gets, builds up, is it? Kind of? Yes, exactly. Okay. Because because from a young age they were never able to address it with their parents because of yeah. that lack of parental support that's mm-hmm. the main point that lack of parent imagine this right i'm uh 15 there's two children right one mm-hmm. is 10 one is two 10 year olds and one 10 year old comes from an absolutely loving family the parents are always supportive they have emotional conversations they can talk mm-hmm. about their emotions they can talk about how they feel mentally you know it's very open yeah. another child comes from a family where it's not as open. They don't always talk about things. I'm not saying that the parents are absent. They're present, but they're not parental supportive parents, right? Yeah. Those two children now develop a mental instability. They, ma- they now develop maybe like anxiety, stress from school. They have too much homework, okay? Mm-hmm. Both children have too much homework. They feel stressed. They feel anxious. They don't know what to do. They probably don't even know what anxiety is, but they have that feeling. You know, you can feel anxiety yeah. from as young as six months old. So the child with the parents who are very open, she can go to her parents, oh, mom, I feel like this. Because her mother is older, she can explain to her how she's feeling. They can talk about it. They can find things to make it better. That child may go down a better path. The other child, because they don't have that connection or that bond, that parental support bond with their parents, they won't be able to go to their parent and be like, oh, this is how I feel. Um, I'm sad. I'm this, I'm that. They will not grow up with that anxiety. It will only mm. get worse because they're not being helped the way they need to. They'll find ways to deal with it themselves that shouldn't be how they should deal with it. That's why yeah. people even turn to drugs. That's why people turn to dropping out. Like, I know this is like, oh, but she's just 10 years old. I'm telling you, from 10 years old, it can lead to 60 years of, of being just depressed. You yeah. know what I mean? It starts from young. That's exactly what my study found. So, that's um, basically what I was trying to say. Just a question. And so in that kind of aspect as well, I don't know, was there any um, thing to say that it's, it was more, or it, or is the question is more like, is it more, it could, can it be more of an issue amongst like, is it gender, gender neutral or is it kind of like the boys? Um, so what my study actually found surprising was that, boys hate to break it to you daniel but boys um boys have boys are more likely to be mentally unstable when they have a lack of parental support of a mother of a mother specifically that's why that study that's why the skill makes you choose it's not just parents Mm -hmm. so 
what I found as well was with girls, they don't really have, there wasn't a significance for mom or dad. If yeah. the girl has a supportive mother, that's perfectly fine. Okay. Supportive father, that's perfectly fine. Whereas boys, they need that parental support of a mother mm. to have the perfect or to have a standard mm. mental stability. That's what I actually found. Could that be as a result of maybe like with men not wanting to open up to each other and a guy maybe i'd feel more comfortable speaking to my mom as opposed to my dad because i don't want to look weak as such it's soft yeah it's yeah. just okay. a sex bias basically yeah. i think okay. i didn't that's not i yeah. feel like that's why i was saying i would love to do the study all over again with mm-hmm. much way much much more information that yeah, i found out yeah. because because i realized another aspect of the study was that that's so true mm. most of the boys that were saying like one of the questions was like one of the questions was like um my dad um did my dad do this it was like no 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 whereas it was my mother yes 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 exactly yeah definitely you know yeah i'm sorry to for interrupting so it's um, okay yeah so you're saying about the the adolescence um and the mental health no, I was done there. We oh, were okay. still talking about. Oh, sweet, sweet. <laughs> Sorry. Talking about. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, like the next, the next section of it is just parent support and mental stability. Yeah. So, um, I'll just read a little bit of that, and then we can speak about it again. No so, um, a lack of mental stability, i.e., mental illness, including depression and anxiety, have been found to link to. Um, parental support depression is different from feeling sad or upset depression is commonly known as a mental illness when an individual is depressed they experience low moods instability in weight loss of appetite or extra like um feelings of appetite low self-worth and many other negative feelings although depression can happen to anyone some studies have found that individuals who have come from a background who have lacked a parent's presence and parental support are more likely to be depressed. Similarly, another study found that individuals with higher scores of the perceived parental support scale were less likely to to develop depression during adolescence. So what does that mean? That basically means that having a strong bond, support, attention, you know, parents' presence during childhood can have an important positive effect on mental stability as you grow up. Mm-hmm. So the scale that I use to measure depression found that everybody, everybody who didn't have like, there were 102 participants and I'll get you the correct statistics one second. So um, 56% of anyone who scored higher for depression levels scored lower for parental support levels so that's a direct correlation of the fact that the absence of their parents caused them to be and it's not saying the direct link is didn't have parental support i'm depressed there's other variables of course but that's just the relationship that we measured do you know what i mean yeah exactly so that and that's what was found although we found that in gender for females it wasn't a significant reason for them to be depressed in males that was mostly a significant reason for them to be depressed sorry to break and it to you so just in, in in that um sense so the mental stability is that like um is that like over a long period of time yeah yeah that's like over the course of your life basically okay you know? okay like that that analogy I gave of the two children, mm-hmm. that child who didn't have the right parents' support growing yeah. up, she never she would never have the right unless maybe she found some another kind of parental figure to help her to deal with her emotional issues and her mental issues. Mm. That's different. But then if she grows up, okay, from the foundation of life, your parents are your stepping stones. She didn't have the right parental support, then she didn't have the right educational support. She may not have the right friendship support. That's how mm. people go down those kind of paths. Yeah, just to go a bit of a tangent to that kind of like point. It's okay. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know if um this is a relevant point, but like, could sometimes people that aren't don't have that kind of like parental support or figure, um, can we like end up like trying to find that within like other adult figures in our lives as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, I like within the scale, that's why they ask you if you don't have like a father or you don't have a stepfather. And if you absolutely don't have another parental figure 
you know, then leave it blank. But then I have people who put it in there as other. So other is if you want to go seek maybe like you now have a mentor that would you would see as a parental figure or you now okay. have like you know you now have like a guidance counselor who's very close to you or even your therapist could be a, yeah. a, a parental figure you know so um definitely people do i feel like me myself growing up because maybe my dad wasn't wasn't my dad wasn't as present and my mom you know growing up with five children in the house it's 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 difficult to give the right amount of attention to each child exactly so yeah. i definitely definitely seek support in other areas and i found mm-hmm. that support you know um i found that support through my educational system i found that support through friends and i my supervisor is actually a great mentor to me and she's all the support that i could ever ask for in my educational aspect and a lot of people do that and then you don't even need parents anymore you know but um <laughs> just to answer your question in short yes yeah, definitely yeah. People do. all right um and then i suppose then the third part of it um parental support and in, in correlation to anxiety so yeah. Um, parental support and anxiety um so um what anxiety is is anxiety is a disorder and it's related to feelings of um excessive panic fear worry you know just constant upsetness and so um what i wrote here is just over 11 percent of 19 to 14 year old to 24 year olds in ireland are likely to experience an anxiety or order at any given time there are numerous findings which support further and further expand our standard between parental support and anxiety so um this author conducted a study using a manual-based therapy product that teaches parents skills on how to interact and act as therapists with their children who suffer from primary anxiety disorder and in their ongoing interactions in daily life so um the children resulted in significantly lower levels of anxiety therefore the positive influence of parental support and in this case parental interaction go beyond mental stability and also impact mental health disorders basically what that's saying is through um educating parents on how to deal with their children who have anxiety it's shown to greatly decrease the levels of anxiety less panic attacks less anxiety attacks less need for medication they see the levels of education having to decrease. So once again, this is another proof of how important parental support is as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people don't realize sometimes we blame parents. Maybe it's the fact that they're uneducated and the fact that they need to be educated in their children's lives. That's a very, very important point. That's I feel true. like I feel like not all not only is this important for the adolescents who might read my study i feel like it's important for the parents who might read my study on just how important it is to take time out to actually invest yourself in your children's education in your children's social personal and just academic just life altogether you know people Mm -hmm. some parents just feel like checking in here and there is enough it's not really enough to the extent and i feel like i'm speaking to the to the public of black parents i can't speak for like i wish i chose um i wish i chose ethnicity i actually didn't choose that as an option because i actually found because i knew some people who took my study most of them are black being coming from a black household has yeah, a more high relatable, yeah. impact yeah, yeah it's no, it's not even that it has a high impact on their academic performances and their mental capacity Definitely, and their mental stability yeah. you know because it's in 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 maybe white households it's more likely where you know they have they're more intertwined together they do things mm. more together they have more family events and i'm not saying black families don't do this but it's yeah. not it's, well, it's not, not as, as common, common. Yeah, exactly exactly so um that's that's what that section there does it speaks about educating parents on how to deal with their children who have anxiety and how to deal with the children who make come to them and say that they think they have anxiety and is there anything there that i suppose that a parent, a parent it's, let's say a parent was like to can take away from that um section that they can work on to help their their, their kids in that sense um so one of the things that um that the study actually spoke about um i didn't go in depth with it but i can mm-hmm. explain it myself it's basically um you know doing things like 
exercising with your children mm. and you know think simple things like going on walks so you guys can talk because you know there's a thing about the human brain is before you know it you're just talking about yeah. things you never wanted to talk about and all you need is the right space the right headspace you know like my mom like I'm basically my mom's mom so um, an example of that is with her I'll take her on a walk because I'm educated about these kind of things I can put it out to my mom you know mm. so now like she knows that it's so important for us to go on walks as a family and just all have conversations. She knows it's so important for us to like do exercise as a family, mm. have more family interactive um, activities. You know, she knows how important it is to invest herself in my younger siblings education. And you know, when they're doing work, maybe she sees them on the laptop. She, I, I'll tell her, go over and like, have a look, show interest. I feel like, what parents should do more is show more interest don't mm. show interest like oh yeah yeah that's nice oh that's really good sit down you know mm. even if you feel like you have no time sit down for two three minutes that builds up you know that makes the child feel more comfortable people think that your parents just have to be your parents they can be your friends you know yeah. they actually can they can be at a certain point where they can become your friend and you can actually have beautiful meaningful conversations with them and it will help you mentally not only will it help the child it will also help the parents because mm. they'll have they would have fulfilled a more meaningful relationship between themselves and their children so yeah. that's what i feel like if any parent listening to this would want to take it away if you're struggling with anything i feel like it's spending way more time making them at first you know they're not going to be used to they're like why do you want to hang out with me so much but force it you know, mm. unless your child is antisocial, <laughs> well then, you know, sorry, you did that yourself. But if they're not antisocial, I don't see how you wouldn't be able to make them want to make do family activities with you. Yeah, one one thing that um I find in that like in terms of like an African household, let's say, as such, is that when it comes to education stuff like that, it's kind of like some parents try it and instill a sense of fear like yes. their children as opposed to making them comfortable because that can i think i think that can have a large impact on that as well because yeah they'll think that oh if i don't get this certain grade i'm gonna get in trouble i'll do this i'll do yeah. that like you hear so many situations where like a kid will do bad in school and then their parents are threatening to send them back home and things like that yeah those and kind of things are just horrible yeah that kind of like thing i feel like for me growing up um I'm not good at maths. I'm horrible. I'm terrible mm. at maths. Like when it comes to books, when it comes to writing essays, exams, I can excel. Mm. But when it comes to maths, I'm terrible. And I think that has to do with growing up, um, you know, my dad would hit me if I got it wrong. Mm. And it made me hate maths. I hate yeah. maths to this day. Even statistics. I hate doing statistics. Statistics isn't even really maths. It's just like, it's, yeah. it's, it's a lower level, right? But I still hate it. And that's already because I have this terrible association with maths and being hit. You know, mm. those kind of things stick with you forever. I remember, yeah. you know, one specific day I could not move my hand. And I said to myself, this math something, man, I'm not doing this mm. anymore. Do you know what I mean? I was so angry. And parents need to understand that that's not the way to make a child grow or make a child, um, you know, do better. Like, you know, autistic children, um, just a quick example. There's this thing that they use. It's called cognitive behavioral, CBT, cognitive behavioral yeah. therapy. And the way they teach them is through um, reinforcement. That's the best way to teach anything. Reinforcement, honestly. You know, also like in psychology, there's classical conditioning, which is teaching someone something new through positive or negative reinforcement. Mm. Negative reinforcement doesn't mean a punishment. Negative reinforcement may mean, okay, um, how will I give you an example? So you want to make, we have to do this thing. It's like a lab experiment. We have to make, we have to train a rat to a virtual yeah, I, rat I, I, to pull yeah sniffy have you heard about it yeah i heard the study of a rat actually where they for basically when they this a certain sound would come on and then they would like put like um i think it was electricity or something and the rat would be shocked and whenever that sound come on uh, afterwards the rat would react even though they that current wasn't put through or something there. like that exactly yeah so the way we learned it is that we had to teach the rat how to pull the lever to get food for itself. Yeah, yeah. So every time, so we would press the lever, press the lever, press the lever, and food would come out. Mm. Then the rat would press the lever and food would come out. It learned it. Then mm. we turn off the food from coming out. The rat would press the lever and then food wouldn't come out anymore. But we'll put the food connection 
with something else. Mm. So it wasn't true shocking the rat, beating mm. the rat that made the rat learn. It was true reinforcement. I feel like that's something parents need to tap into. Like back to that CBT thing, CBT thing I was talking about. The way they teach autistic children is, that, let's say they want to teach a child to color within the lines. As soon as they do one thing right, here's a sweet, here's a toy, here's mm. a chocolate. If they do it wrong, take it away. But not take it away by saying, bad boy, mm. bold boy. Just take it away. Remove the object. Wow. Simply removing the object. That's not abusing the child. That's not making the child feel bad. That's letting the child understand that, oh no, I've done something wrong. My toy has been taken away from me. I won't repeat this action. Mm. Simple. We're human beings. Anybody can learn that. A monkey can learn that. Do you know what I mean? So I don't understand why obviously it's culture it's tradition like yeah. that's what everybody does they you know up in schools that they were but that's why we are the new like generation mm. you know we're the new generation we have to teach our children differently i don't ever see myself hitting my child to learn maths because so. it didn't work for me so why is <laughs> no. it gonna work for my child you know what i mean it's different ways and also i feel like don't force things upon children it's not necessary I, my mom is super proud of me now. I've graduated with a psychology degree. I don't have anything to do with maths. But they were mm. forcing me to do maths. What does math have to do for me, man? Nothing. You Same know what here. I mean? <laughs> Find what your children have interest in. Grow it, you know? Like, help it. Build it. Support it, you know? Like, what's the specific word I'm looking for? Like, mold it and watch. Just watch. Yeah, kind of like just to, to nurture their craft. Exactly. And just it, yeah. support. That's exactly what my study is about. Just be the supportive parents you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, we went on a huge tangent. That's fine. There. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so the fourth thing then is parental support and ed- on is it educational outcomes? Yeah. Yeah, educational outcomes. So this is just a quick section anyway. So I'll just mm-hmm. read it out. So parental parental involvement in a child's life such as school activities have a positive impact on a child's academic performance it is imperative for parents to be involved in educational aspects of their children's life from the very beginning as this helps to develop the child's intellect and intellect and social life conduct um so this specific um author conducted a study on parental parental monitoring and perception of school development. The results indicated that parental absence in a child's education development had had negative repercussions on a child's grades, attendance, behavior in school also. They also found that there was a link between a lack of parental support and the ability to achieve and have career aspirations. So basically what that means is through the study that they conducted, they found that more children who um, their parents didn't show interest in anything they did. They grew to have, they, they, they also lost interest. So basically, because their parents didn't show interest, they also lost interest. So there's a specific child who wanted to be a pilot, had amazing results. You know, every time brought it to his parents, it wasn't really reinforced. That child doesn't do anything now because they followed up with the studies and stuff like that. That's how they were able to prove that. It's very, very important to show interest. It's very, very important to involve yourself in activities. You know, it also impacts their attendance in schools. You know, when they see oh, a child has low attendance, that's because their parents aren't involved in their school the way they need yeah. to be. If you were knowing what your child has for homework every day, you will be knowing that your child is going to school every day. Yes or no? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? If you were knowing the, the, your child's interest and the kind of subjects your child likes, you will understand your child's grades. You see when people get, parents get the reports like, oh, yeah, they, why are you doing so bad in biology? Exactly, why are you doing so yeah. bad in, in science? But mom, I don't even like biology and science. You didn't even know that because you're not involved in my school activities. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know that I'm great at history. You don't know that I'm great at art. You don't know I'm amazing at French. You're forcing me to do biology because you don't know anything about it mm, that's why they're just thinking about oh they have to be a doctor they have to do this and exactly that. yeah it's a direct link they don't understand why the child has horrible behavior in school because mom when i bring home my work to you you don't give me attention dad when i bring all my work to you, you say i don't have time right now obviously when one child go back to school they're not going to have good behavior they're not going to want to be like interested like I, rem- I remember acting out on purpose because of lack of mm-hmm. attention and lack of support you know you probably do too definitely yeah, you know, 100%. It's, it's normal. Yeah. i remember i'll go home i'm super excited oh my god look because i was very good at history i want to bring it home to my dad what did i get history is not important you won't go anywhere in life with history Jeez, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure you heard that yourself <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, the next day i go back to school i didn't even give a flying monkey about history again but 
if that had been reinforced from a young age, come on, man. Yeah. What are we saying here, bro? Yeah, it's it's crazy though. Like these small things, how they have such like a large impact, and we don't even realize it. They do. Yeah. It's just um, really sad, and if only my study could be published, I feel like it will make a difference. Not only in my study, I feel like if parents actually took time themselves to to educate themselves, and kudos and well done to the ones who actually do, because I'm not trying to say all parents are terrible and they don't care. Like, no, 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 no. There's just some parents who I feel like could definitely be doing more. My parents could have done more. I'm yeah. sure your parents could Same have here, done yeah. more. Me too. My friends' parents could have 100% done more, which is why we're the ones who are going to do more and be better. Yeah, exactly. Um, is that that point then uh, finished? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, was just I mean, curiously. when I pause, Daniel, that means I'm finished, okay? Apologies, apologies. <laughs> so the next one, then the fifth one is parental support in, in and adolescence. Is that like just as teenagers in general? Yeah, like I mean, yeah. we kind we kind of spoke about that. Um, earlier, kind of yeah. spoke about that as a whole, you know. Yeah. Um, but this next, like, what goes on next in my study is um, the rationale. Your rationale is basically what you're studying and why you studied it. So um, I'll just briefly read it. So my rationale just basically says that this present study aims to fill in the gaps on a more direct research question. Parental supports will promote mental stability within adolescents and have a positive effect on their academic performance. In terms of parental presence and involvement in educational activities and mental health conversation and involvements, with the hopes of understanding that if there was a presence of parental support at an early age, Will this indicate mental stability during adolescence? But basically what I was saying is true, um, these different variables like parental presence, involvement, educational activities, um, depression levels, activity levels, true. Researching and investigating all these different aspects, will that answer my question, answer my hypothesis that there is a relationship between the two? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So. Research shows that children who had a presence of parental support from a young age usually have a positive mindset and, res- and are resilient when it comes to challenges and life tribulations. Having a support of parents has also been shown to result in mental stability and an ability to thrive academically. The need for understanding the influence parental support and mental stability has on academic performance and what negative impacts it has may not already be acknowledged in literature today, which is what I was saying. There's not enough literature on my specific study. So also, I hope to produce um, early interventions and initiatives in the area of adolescent mental health to have a chance to decrease widely economic burdens associated with mental instability among Irish population. By doing so, this will give the chance to minimize relational, social, vocational, and personal impacts of mental instability and adolescents in their families. Basically, what this says is, with the hope of this study, we can create different kind of interventions for parents and for children themselves who have no parental support, because lack of parental support mental instability mental abilities depression like anxiety all these different variables stop people from getting good education and that's not what we want we want everyone to have a right to education Mm -hmm. so if we can bring interventions if we can bring different kind of programs to help different kind of people this will give more chances for people to achieve their academical goals does that make sense yeah it does yeah Perfect. That's basically what my, my, my rationale was. So it goes on to my research and aims. So the question was, how will parental presence or absence have an impact on mental stability? And how will instability in adolescence influence their academic performance? So how will the fact that you have depression affect you academically? That's basically what the study did. So we can just go straight to results. So, so a result um, of like, as to like how the direct correlation... Yeah, yeah. Arises, yeah so okay. yeah so but um just there quickly the sample population was 102 participants and it was aged from 18 to 25 and there were 19 males and 82 females which is why it's so significant significant because every single male all 19 males said they had a direct impact of a lack of parental support of a father mm-hmm. which impacted them I'm sorry, a lack of parental support of a mother, which impacted them mentally and academically. Okay. Um, then there was only one other. Um, I obviously had to include that because of the LGBTQ yeah, um, 
people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so the age of adolescents is defined to be 10 to 19. That's just quickly um, noted there. And so this sample included genders of all ethnic race and groups, but it wasn't like it, it didn't need to be indicated. So it excluded individuals who didn't practice fluent English. And it was I used snowball and con- convenience sampling to recruit my participants. That basically means that I just put flyers up and I got people to get their friends to do it. So that was also a limitation of my study, which is why I was saying if this study was done again, I feel like I would get crazy more results. So um, I'll just explain the design real quick. So the design of my study was that it was conducted using a quanti- quantitative correlation and a between groups hypothesis design. So so I use it. Sorry, what's the design? Okay, so a design is how you do the study. It's how okay, the study okay. will be conducted. Yeah. So I it's a qualitative model, yeah. research or quantitative research. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So I did quantitative research, which is a questionnaire. So it was an independent ver the, the two independent variables were parental support of a mother and a father. And the dependent variable is academic performance and mentability. That means the independent variable is what is not being manipulated and the dependent variable is being manipulated. So that means mentability can be up or down, whereas parental support is you have it or you don't. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So design was also cross-sectional, which means um, the data was, was collected at one point. It wasn't like I didn't check in on them when they were 12, 24, 34, 44. It was just all at once. Yeah, makes sense. Whereas if I did a longitudinal study or something like that, I could check over the years how the people have grown based on their lack or presence of parental support. Um, perfect. So the results, um, I did descriptive and I did inferential statistics. If you're a psychology student, you'll probably understand. Even if you're not, if you do statistics, you understand what this means. So um, basically, 71% of all participants indicated that for the question, do you feel your levels of parental supports have had an impact on your academic performances? 78% of them said yes. Do you feel your levels of active performances are a re- reflection of your mental state? Another 78% said yes also. So those people feel like, they definitely feel like where they are in terms of their mental cap- capacity and mental stability, like if they feel depressed, if they feel that, like they have anxiety, they feel like mm-hmm. they're stressed, just anything like that, they definitely feel like it had a direct impact from how much support they received growing up. And also they feel like their mental state is a reflection of the academic performances. So everyone who felt like they were doing bad in their best subject, they felt like that was a representation of their mental state due to their parental support. Yeah. And, on the other hand, so- and on the other hand, was it the other people they didn't feel that it was a representation? Yeah, there was a small, yeah, there was a small, um, there was a small, um, I think it was like 4% felt like it's not because of how they feel mentally and how they feel based on their family that they're doing bad. Okay. Because the way I broke down the question was, how are you doing in your best subject? How are you doing in your worst subject? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you doing overall? So anyone, so there was a percentage of people who feel like even in their best subject, they're doing bad because they're not right mentally. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of and, sense. Yeah. And this was a reflection of how much support they had growing up because in their best subject, maybe they might need to they might need some support from someone, you know, even if it's their best subject, they don't have that support. And that now in turn impacts them mm-hmm. as they feel like they should be doing better. And that's something called cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is when how you feel mentally doesn't reflect your actions physically. That gives you like it makes you just feel uncomfortable it's a real thing people you know it's a real phenomenon it makes you feel uncomfortable it makes you feel disoriented you know i get that feeling sometimes you know when you yeah, have plans for yourself and you haven't exactly and you haven't executed them and you're just like what the hell am i doing right now like i should yeah. be doing more and you know what you want in your head but you're not doing it yeah. that just that it's just like makes you feel just yes yeah, a mental block you just feel like oh yeah exactly you feel like your body and your mind are not one right now and mm-hmm. that impacts you heavily um the, the, the thing about my study was that because the results are so significant and so straightforward, there wasn't much, much more to it. You know, the mm-hmm. only non-significant result was um, there was a non-significant negative correlation between academical total and parental support for father in females. So that means that there was it wasn't significant because females didn't feel like their academic performance one and their mental stability two 
was impacted by the fact that they didn't have a present father. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like this some it's so much words and it just gets jumbled up and I just want to be hoping you're understanding, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So that was the only that was the only kind of thing that was negatively um correlated and was not significant. Everything else was really, really significant. So like here it says for boys, the academic total had a direct impact on their support as a father. Remember, I was only yeah. saying for boys, it was for mother. So mm-hmm. When it comes to academical total, a lack of a parental father figure impacts them because, like you said, boys, this whole macho, don't mm. want to seem weak. When it comes to doing work, it's your dad that you go to, you know. Yeah. When, when it comes to emotions, it's your mom that you speak to. So because these these specific men that took my study didn't have a present father, they feel like their academic performances shouldn't be where it should be mm-hmm. because of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes yeah. Perfect. Um, it's gone into my discussion now. If you wanna, if you still yeah. want me to talk about it. What, what's that kind of like? What is the discussion? What is that like? So basically, the discussion just talks about the study you found. The, the found the discussion speaks about the results you found and like it compares it to um other like literature that's out there so um i'll just kind of go through it a little bit so the study aims to investigate once again the relationship between the parents support and your mother and your father and its correlation with acting performances and mental stability so the results generated supported that all three hypotheses to an extent um the results indicate that there was indeed a strong positive correlation between parental support and mental but a weak negative correlation with acting performances. And the higher scores of depression in males correlated with higher scores of absent parental support in mothers, and the lower scores of acting performance in males correlated with higher scores of absent perform- absence support in father, vice versa for females. So... Based on the CSO central statistics, um, there's 56% more men in third level education than women. That's saying something. Also, because of the fact that only 16 males were within my study and all 16 of those males fell into that um, positive correlation. Mm -hmm. But the results also found that gender was not a significant predictor for academic performances because, like I said, it was mostly just parental support that was boy or girl. For guys although there was a there was a relationship but it wasn't a significant relationship so also although depression is a relatively common phenomenon some studies have found that individuals who have come from a background which lack parental supports um are more likely to be depressed previous literature would state that mental stability also depicted in this study as depression and parental support indeed have relationship with each other so this study supports other studies who have found that depression, anxiety, stress, just mental illnesses have a relationship between academic performances. But those studies just looked at it as a whole. They weren't being specific. But it does support my study because that's yep. how psychology works, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, so, okay. So then another, I'm, I don't want to read all of this. I'm just going to read another section. Another section of this study was that um, individuals who had a higher score of the PPAS scale, the parental support scale, were almost in all cases less likely, um, more likely to be sorry. When they had when they had a higher score of the of of parental support, they were less likely to be depressed or even develop anxiety. That basically means those who had parental support, a parental support presence, even if it was one parent. Also, there wasn't a bias. It didn't have to be two parents. Even if it was one parent. They, have, they were less likely completely or even they probably won't ever develop depression or anxiety wow. based on those kind of reasons. Just from the support of one parent? Uh, yeah, basically how, support okay. of one parent. Yeah, definitely. So through applying the PPAS scale and investigating parental support in the participants, the, dat- the data generated was enough to support my statement. It also gave an understanding of the importance of strong parental bonds and specifically during adolescence. So also... It found that if the parental the parental bond bond wasn't strong enough from childhood, it's not too late. It could be threatened in adolescence. Obviously, when it gets into early adulthood, then that's when it's like um, you kind of had your chance, mom and dad. Yeah. But um, adolescence, you definitely still have a way to 
interject yourself into your child's life. Mm-hmm. I feel like definitely me and my mom's relationship is way stronger now. Me being a, being, being a young adult, you know, having yeah. more understanding of the world that I have and understanding of, I understand now that my, my mom's lack of support was because she wasn't educated enough to understand, you know, I don't feel like it's because I'm sure it's the same with your parents and, mm-hmm. and yeah, definitely, yeah. parents. it's because they weren't educated enough to understand like the importance of it. So I feel like based on this study as a whole, I just want to round it up. If parents just took more time out to invest themselves in their children's activities, whether like whatever it is, like, you know, because some parents want to push you in a direction they want, they want it to be in themselves, but they, they, they fail to realize that you're not your parents and you will never be your parents. You know, mm. you're a link, you're, you're a leaf from a tree of your parents, but you're, you're never going to be the root, you know? Yeah. So definitely I feel like with the right kind of education and taking time out to educate themselves and giving themselves a better understanding on the importance, it will help them go further and it will help strengthen the bonds because parental bonds are everything. I feel like today now the bond I have with my mom, if I had it when I was younger, oh geez, Daniel. <laughs> it, life would be so much different, you know? You just yeah, know like 100%. life would just be so much different growing up. I feel like loads of things I had to go through as a child. I would have went through them with my mom mm. had she been educated enough to understand, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's the same with you, you know? Yeah. Just kind of like if the parents kind of create that environment that you're, you feel comfortable to share that with them. Exactly. You know, because exactly. some situations that we may be uncomfortable because we feel like we'll get in trouble by their parents. So therefore we're like, we're going to people that we shouldn't. Keep it to have, yourself. He, he, exactly. Yeah, we shouldn't have and even wanted to begin with. Path. Yeah. Exactly. and that leads to other things yeah um, and so, that's actually a branch of my study which i said in yeah. my recommendations like if anybody ever wanted to write because someone could replicate my study if they wanted to mm-hmm. i also said in there they should check parental support and it's linked with drug abuse and substance abuse mm-hmm. because a lot of children a lot of children even children i wouldn't even say adolescents. a lot of children adolescents a lot of people go down that route based on the fact that they didn't have the right kind of parental support growing yeah. up. It, it all stems from parental support. That's something Freud talks about a lot as well. The kind of relationship you have with your mother and your father from young, it greatly, it molds who you are. It molds your personality. It molds who you're going to be when you're older. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's more crazy. He talks about having sex with your parents and all. Like, oh, if you wow. ever read about him, yeah, he's nuts. He is. But there's some truth. There's some essence of truth to what he speaks yeah. about. And I definitely resonate with, you know, I see like, based on how I grew up, my childhood definitely impacted me significantly on the kind of individual I am today. Mm. I just feel like I didn't let negative things in my life make me who I am. I just chose to ignore those negative things and find more positive aspects of life and, and just follow them instead. Yeah. Just to touch on the point that you made there in terms of like drug abuse and things like that, um, could, yeah. another, could another aspect as well be like, um, to do with like emotional eating? let's say like yeah um, excessive eating yeah yeah Um, yeah like obese like like obesity literally definitely there's studies mm. like when i had to do the study i had to read other studies of course and i read a study about how um obesity is a is a huge um factor of a lack of parental support because they they essentially turn to eating more or Mm. or eating less or even anorexia eating less because they didn't they they didn't feel you know there's a release, there's a specific hormone in your brain that's released when you, when you, when you speak about things and you feel better mm. and food or not eating does that for you. And that's okay. how those excessive disorders come about specifically. You know, like when I speak to my mom, I, I, I should actually know it. I don't know why I don't know it. But when I speak to my mom, when I speak to my friends and I feel better, there's a specific hormone in your, in your glands that's being released. And that's why people feel better when they speak. And drugs They're not, they're not endorphins now, are they? no 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 yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's specific um okay. drugs give you that kind of feeling like um food gives you that kind of feeling smoking gives you that kind of feeling yeah. just drinking like just being happy and feeling mm. content gives you that kind of feeling and it's a rare kind of feeling yeah, which so is why it gets addictive yeah when because you like, people it. just want that constant like exactly again like yeah wow. okay and i suppose then lastly for even parents so for someone who may be a parent now or like even ourselves that are going to be parents in the future like what where do we start in kind of like 
if we were to like educate ourselves in this kind of like area? Um, I'd say join programs and take mm -hmm. your children to those programs. I'd say I actually wrote about it in my assignment. I am um, you can join some programs that are like family orientated because um, you know going on them on your own could do more damage than it could do to help if you just was mm. always that's more time that you're not in the house you know what i mean whereas if you bring the child with you it would it would strengthen the bond so i feel like check wherever you live check your community go online go to your community center see if they're doing kind of like family programs go online search up family oriented activities to strengthen bonds search up muttered father activities muttered, like you know like people always yeah. feel like so they feel so oh i don't want to go to google to, to learn how to be with my child but sometimes you just need to even if you don't want to go to google go to the library find a book just i feel like take action that's the first step mm. even if you don't see it true which is sad take action find something you know see something bring it to your child oh this is what i found for us to try would you like to make sure your child is included because that's one of the things i also researched parents not involving their children in decisions around them creates a horrible relationship it makes your child detest you mm. it makes your child not trust you it makes your child feel angry towards you because how can you make decisions about my life and not include me Oh yeah, that's very true. And that that there's a specific scale for that. There's actually a specific study for that because it's been looked at multiple times because a lot of parents actually forget about this. You know, like I feel like that's one thing my mom actually really did that I will always appreciate about her. Everything that was about me, it's like Karen, this is what we're gonna do for you. Are you okay with it? Even if she she didn't care if I was okay with it or not, I still knew. You yeah, know, exactly. It's not surprising. Your parents now tell you, oh, tomorrow you're doing piano lesson. Bro, did I tell you to like piano? How do you know I don't like flute? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you know I don't like a flute? So I feel like if there's any parents listening, any new parents, any young parents, anybody that's expecting, make sure you always involve your children in activities. And I'm not saying make them the parent. No, 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 no. Even if you involve them and they, their decision is not the decision you originally made, find an alternative compromise try to compromise because you need to keep that bond and someone else might start saying oh but then they're not gonna listen to me as their parent no they'll have way more respect for you i can guarantee you that they will have way more respect for you the fact that you can actually that makes them feel like that you're treating them as an equal you don't nobody wants to see their parents as above them exactly. you know sometimes it's nice to feel like yo like you know people always like what the hell you can talk to your mom like that your mm. mom is your you can call her by her first name i could never do that mm. i could never say that i can me and my mom can speak about anything and everything we, she sees me and she respects me she comes to me for advice that relationship is only because she involves me in things about myself if she didn't i wouldn't have this kind of relationship with her and yeah. that's why parents need to do that because you gain respect more from your child doing so same thing with my siblings you know you can even do that with your siblings it's not only a parental relationship it can be a sibling relationship you know anything you want to do make sure their person is involved that's what that's kind of advice i give but hey i'm only a newly psychologist i don't have yeah. the full degree yet of don't course. take what i'm saying to be the bible <laughs> do you know what i mean but I'm just saying what I what I feel like has worked. You know, my study is really good, yeah, um, and, and 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 my results found my supervisor was amazed by them. So I can definitely say there's some truth in there. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So like in, in in what you said there, like so like as well that what I took from it was kind of like parents have like a a role to play in kind of involving their kids and kind of like you know as an African or whatever. There can yeah. be sometimes parents can have like a sense of pride that like it's all about like you must respect me you must do this you must yes, do that yes, so like yes. in 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 turn that can also it's not yes we there has to be respect but it can be excessive as well like because then yeah and it, and it, it will make you no one to down. respect them yeah, yeah 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 they'll see you they can even see you mm. as below them honestly yeah. there's loads of cases like that there's loads of cases like that you know and i feel like also parents should go read about the negative cases and see what can happen if you keep going in that way mm. it's kind of comes like a dictatorship and that's never good yeah that's not very good no yeah. it's not immensely love this topic like i feel like i would love to talk about prison therapy next time but that'll be another mm -hmm. episode yeah, you can definitely. talk about the, the 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 justice system in that crazy country, America, and how oh unjust goodness. it is, and and how prison is basically slavery over there. But mm. that's for another day. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you. You guys so can much take for... your psychology hats off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
thank you so much for coming on today. Um, no problem. Uh, just before you go, um, if anyone's looking to find you, where can they find you or reach you? Um, yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is King Karen. My Snapchat is Karen underscore Lawani. That's K A R I N E underscore L A W A N I. If you also want to even have a copy of my thesis, I can email it to you. My email is my first name and my last name one at gmail.com. Sweet. Um, sorry. Thanks very much for coming on today, and hopefully no see problem. you again soon. Definitely. Um, Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, it's, it's right. gonna be good anyway. <laughs>